Hello and welcome back to Volumes. In today's episode, I spoke with my good friend Sarah on what it's like growing up Jewish. Please enjoy. Recording. Excellent. Okay. So, Sarah. Yes. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Tell me a little bit about yourself. So, my name is Sarah. Um, I am a content creator. I mostly specialize in photography and videography. Um, I'm from Glasgow. Um, yeah. Awesome. There you go. And you're here to talk about what subject specifically? I'm here specifically to talk about how I was raised. Because I was raised, not not going to say non-conventionally, but, you know, just differently to a lot of people. Because I was raised Jewish. And how was that for you? In, in the sense... <laughs> in a nutshell? Yeah. In, in a, if you just generalize it in a few words. To me, normal. Until I, re- until I realized the outside world. No, I say the outside world. I wasn't like contained. Yeah. But until I realized other things. But you, were you contained to some degree? Didn't you say you went to a Jewish school? Uh, yeah, I went to a Jewish primary school. That's quite contained. There's only one in Scotland. Funnily enough, nowadays it's been combined with a Catholic school. So it's like right. it's like a half Jewish, half Catholic <laughs> school nowadays because like there's not enough of us how does that work out do you know anything about it now no because i mean I, I left primary school a significant amount of years ago yeah fair enough. I, like i've been told different things but because like i don't want to jump to assumptions because i don't actually know but um yeah it was yeah it was interesting going to like a religious school um because so I went, what, what does that entail like do you have classes specifically that only jewish people would experience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes so we had the normal classes and then we had um i'm trying to think how to put it in like an english in like an english term because these are all in hebrew because obviously jewish people speak hebrew so we had, we had a hebrew class obviously i think we had that three times a week actually um so like my hebrew like well at a point must have been pretty good i mean i think i'm like pretty rusty but i can still read it and slightly write it, just not. Can you give us a little preview? No, oh. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass myself. Sorry. <laughs> um, and yes, we had Hebrew classes. We had a class called Kodesh, which was kind of learning about. Um, so we have the Torah, mm-hmm. learning about that, and that's what that class. Yes, completely. Yes, so we learned okay. about because in the Torah you read a different. You know how in the Bible you read like a different part every week. Does it work like that for churches? Like neither of us went to church. We have no idea. I don't know why I'm looking at you, but like, yeah, every week we have like a different portion that we read. I guess portion is a good way to put it. Right. And we learned about that. So we learned about all the almost I, like in English, you would get a book and you to read a chapter yeah, yeah. a week. No, no, no. That, that's exactly what it's right. like. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, what was it like the school? Good. Uh, yeah, I guess very small. Do you have any like? what do you think about sort of like a segregated school like that yeah i'm way against it really for sure like because of personal experience yeah i guess so like growing up in like going to one of these schools and whilst living in like i think it would be totally fine see if i lived in somewhere like israel where like there's lots of jewish people or even in the states where there's lots of jewish people right it would have been fine but because i think that it was in glasgow it didn't work because there was only a hundred people in the school classes that, that's nursery up to primary seven and like i there's so much going on in the outside world i didn't actually know about so like i thought christmas is on 26th until <laughs> I, like literally until i was 11 years old which is terrible but um the, the truth 
so growing up it, like christmas was definitely not something that was celebrated even now to, even to. now to be no? honest no like there's this term christmas christmas tree juice you know some jewish people do yeah, do yeah, juice yeah have right. christmas trees but never have all right um so then after primary mm-hmm. what what is what was your experience of being a jew like then mm. also is, is that what you would refer to a jewish person as just a jew like or is it a I, jewish person I, just jewish just what's just like well, what's like being jewish because right. like jew kind of like it's got, seems to have a really it's got, strong it's got some it's got some negative connotations for sure yeah. um so after secondary school let's no, after primary school, more there. Um, so I went to like a normal non-denominational, I think that's the word, yeah. Right. Non-denominational secondary school, uh, which was fine. Like, it was, I found it so weird. So I, you, in my primary school, you had to wear a skirt. And then when you got secondary school, like there was an option for trousers. I was like so excited, so, you know, because like <laughs> for trousers. Um, that was fun. All right. That was fun. Yeah, it was, it was just interesting, like going somewhere there was other people. Because I like outside of school you just mix with the people you met in school in primary school especially you know and that was only jewish people so solely i only mixed with jewish people for like 12 12 years yeah primary school 12 years well like well like from zero zero up to 12 right yeah yeah, yeah. you know it was like solely i didn't had very few non-jewish friends actually like very few so so would you say like primary school didn't really prepare you for what you did like what comes when you go to high school it was almost like getting um, smacked in the face. You're like, this is a whole new world. Like, yes and no. Because, like, I again, I wasn't, like, segregated from the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah. But, like, parts, stuff that, like, like, celebrating Christmas in school, like, what we did in in my high school was, like, normal for everyone else. But I was just, like, w- like what? Like, mm-hmm. it was it was cool. I th- thought seeing a Christmas tree in school was really cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which is such, like, a, such like a normal thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, honest. I went to, like, I went in public, so, like, I obviously had seen Christmas trees, and, uh-huh. you know, but in just in that school environment, it was just a bit, like, wow, weird, you know? Is there, what's the equivalent to Christmas in, uh, as, a, as a Jewish person? Um, well, we have Hanukkah, which is... Is that as Christmassy as Christmas? No, like, it's, it is and it's not, because it falls the same time as Christmas, usually, like, around December-ish mm-hmm. time. Um, so it's like a w- winter, winter festival, I guess. And as a do you put up trees and or, or is there anything you decorate specific well we have the the hanukkah which is like i'm sure most people have seen it it's got like nine nine little branches and mm-hmm. then you you light the candles one because hanukkah lasts for eight, eight nights basically it's a story of um back in the day in the temple some people came in to destroy it and there was a little little light left and it lasts for eight days Right. So we have eight days of Hanukkah, which is eight days of presents, which is great when you're like five. But so there's like a lot of presents and stuff going on. Yeah. So it's quite Christmassy. Yeah, so it's Christmassy in a sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's maybe a strange question, but how Jewish are you? Okay, so honestly, like this is a great question. Like I actually really like being asked this because <laughs> I have the perfect response to it. Because I'm like I'm Jewish. <laughs> like that's the only way I can think. Because like. <laughs> culturally like i'm really proud of like my heritage because mm-hmm. i think you have to be coming from a religion that's been so heavily oppressed in yeah. previous years and then now you still just still a lot of oppression going on um but religiously it just doesn't align with my way of life really right so you don't go uh and pray and and no you don't no. go to like a place of 
prayer. No, I don't. No, I don't go to synagogue. Haven't been in. Oh, a very long time. <laughs> like a very, very, very long time. No, it just doesn't fit in with what what I choose to do and how I choose to live my life. You know. What's the experience of going to a synagogue like? I mean, I've. <laughs> to me, like it's normal because yeah. I've never been to any other place of worship before. Like I don't really know what a church service is like. Um. A bit odd, if I'm being honest. It's pretty yeah. strange, yeah. Yeah. But I, I didn't grow up going to that. Sure, so sure. So when I went so, for the first time, it was about... Yeah, it would just be a little bit alien. A bit strange, yeah. yeah. for sure. Um, well, it's different to church, for sure. I just know that from speaking to people who have been to church in the way that the men and women are segregated so they don't sit together. Mm. So basically, I grew up an Orthodox Jewish person. Mm-hmm. Um, there's You can be Orthodox or you can be Reformed. If you're Reformed, it's... it's a bit more strict. No, right? Reformed's a little more relaxed. Oh, okay, right. So, so like, the, so men, men and women sit together, families sit together. Oh, okay. The service is in English and there's like a... So there are like priest person is called a rabbi mm-hmm. you can get women rabbis in reformed judaism but you definitely couldn't and in orthodox no right. it's very very so as an as orthodox uh, more sort of what it was traditionally like yes right yes um yeah so men and women sit apart in the synagogue i grew up going to there was just a partition between but I've been to synagogues where women sit upstairs men right. sit downstairs so everything's happening downstairs the women sit upstairs um and i guess as a as a woman which was <laughs> it, uh, yeah as as a woman or whatever um it was better because like you could talk to your friends and stuff upstairs not downstairs so you know that was better but um yeah and you just basically sit and listen to someone talking in hebrew for a couple of hours sit down stand up sit down stand up yeah literally it it's not that exciting <laughs> like not gonna lie so your uh, your book of prayer is the Torah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So yeah. Have you read it? No, women aren't allowed to touch the Torah at all. No. So a Torah is like it's it's like a but, uh, it's, it's like a scroll, right? Uh huh. Um, have you ever seen a photo of it? Yeah, I think uh, our school had one yeah. once, and you had to touch it with things. Yeah, yeah. So you have like the wee. It's like a little golden pointer called a yad. Right. I think. Yad, that sounds about right. I mean, Ho- even if you're wrong, I can't prove you're wrong. Hopefully so. it sounds right. Yeah, it's a little like pointy finger thing and you like read, because we read right to left in Hebrew. Right. Yeah. Um. So women aren't allowed to touch that. So I've never read from it. But if I was to be born a guy and had a bar mitzvah, yeah, I would have read from it. Is there a female equivalent to a bar mitzvah? Uh, there's bat mitzvahs, but in orthodox judaism it's not really a thing it's 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 like a thing for the 21st century it's like a present party you know right um yeah so there's that uh so i mean yeah i've never read from the torah but we have the i mean that that's like the giant scroll is actually kept in synagogue and then we've got siddhas which are like actual books and that just has like prayers and stuff written in it which you do read from which everyone has like i've got quite a few at home so is is that almost is that sort of like a what's the word I'm looking for like a more uh as easier as yeah it's yeah not as, yeah so you, like you just have them on demand yeah so pretty much every Jewish person probably has a couple right. in their house so there's no rules or regulations to touching that you can um, just use no, it no you use it. it and then you when you're finished with it you close it and kiss it let's that, really yeah yeah. 
Again, so you know, I'm saying these things, it comes across quite alien to me because it's been so long. But yeah, yeah. yeah. All of it comes off really alien to me because I don't, I've never met a Jewish person before you. Mm. And it, everything you've told me so far it blew my mind. I thought this is so diversely different. Sure, sure, sure. I have never once picked up a book and kissed it after uh, reading it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that's interesting to me. It's, yeah, it's just it's it's weird like thinking about it is really really weird but it's it's what you do you know it's like yeah is there anything else that's a bit odd that you wouldn't quite expect nothing like crazy just a bit odd that's a really good question well i mean we have a uh, circumcisions which are like pretty <laughs> is there any <laughs> controversial uh, is there anything that related to that and why it ever came about uh, circumcision yeah uh, it just... i'm pretty sure it was i think someone was circumcised as an adult to join and like ever since then we circumcise our baby boys at eight days old specifically eight yes yep unless there's been um other implications so like i had a cousin who was born um pretty premature can't remember how long but his circumcision wasn't till maybe like six or seven weeks after he was born and we so basically the circumcision until circumcision you don't know the baby's name the name comes out of the circumcision okay so like i had this cousin i didn't know why he was called for like six or seven weeks you just had to refer to him as cousin yeah literally <laughs> um i have a small list of things okay that whenever i hear about jewish these things like pop to me oh, okay so I, I, note them down. I, I think i can i think i can guess what's coming up but i'm um these might be <laughs> not racist but like i i, I don't know what they mean no, so like for sure let's do it not obviously racist but uh they might be a bit Mm-hmm. I, I'm naive. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is Mazel Tov? Okay, so Mazel Tov. <laughs> it's like congratulations, right? And where does that come from? It's just our way of saying congratulations. So, but you can use it in many different contexts. So say, I passed an exam. You'd be like, oh, Mazel Tov, or like, it can be used in any. If someone has a baby, Mazel Tov. If someone has a bar mitzvah, Mazel Tov. Married, Mazel Tov. But like. It's, I, I quite like when people use it sarcastically. Yeah. Like when like your friend shows up lit and you're like, oh, Mazeltov, you're finally here. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, yeah. All right. So it's, it's just generally thrown about. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's probably one that most non-Jewish people do know about. Yeah. Yeah. From like, because like American TV shows definitely have yeah, it. Yeah, I've definitely heard it. I just didn't yeah. know the sort yeah, yeah, of for sure. relationship mm-hmm. between Jewish people and Mazeltov. <laughs> Good pronunciation, um, by the way. I'm impressed. Thank you. I've been working on it. Yes. <laughs> um, is it true that Jewish people drank all the time? Or is um, that a really bad stereotype? Like, yes, it's true. In a way, I do think. Because everyone loves to have, like, a little, you know... A pe- they call it a l'chaim. Which Sorry. means cheers. In, oh, okay, right. In, I don't know if it's... So we have Yiddish and we have Hebrew. Yiddish is, like... a evolution of like german polish hebrew russian mm-hmm. all those kind of eastern languages um i don't know if it's i don't know what l'chaim is but it's cheers and like having a little l'chaim is like you know a little shot of whiskey or something right but to be honest we do have um so you know how in churches they have is it they have like do they drink like a little water like it's, it's like the blood of christ right wine, they just have wine wine yeah, yeah wine so like but like we actually have it's actually wine yeah i think they actually have wine, Do you in actually actually have wine? Yeah. Oh, okay well yeah we have um we have wine like usually all of our like synagogue services end with a thing called a kiddush which is um don't know it's like a blessing when you all you always have wine usually which is every every saturday 
um, every Friday night. <laughs> um, That's a good question, actually. Mm. You just remind me of what day is a, a sort of like a Christian's Sunday? Sure, sure. What is a, a Jewish? She's it's Saturday. So fr- Saturday. Friday night, Saturday. So sunset, Friday night. And sunset t- until sunset on Saturday. Right. Yeah. So twenty four hour period that goes over two days. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Um. Yeah. Um. Okay. Other. Uh, mm, yeah. Let's get to it. <laughs> um. Meat and milk. Oh, this is a good one. You've you've done your research. I'm so impressed. So yeah, ass. we don't make. We have lots of dietary requirements which we follow. Um. So we don't mix milk and meat because you would never cook um sorry to all the, these vegans out there i think i know this the phrase you're about to use yeah you, d- you would never um cook a child in its mother's milk yeah um so you you're supposed to leave like a period of time in between eating milk uh, milk and meat um, lots of people have two sets of cutlery like in my house we used to i mean the laws are a little, we're a little bit more lax now but we used to have two sets of cutlery um yeah milk and meat set and same with a milk and meat yeah so you'd have one specifically for one type of meal yes. and then the other for another type of meal yes yep and right. many people like my grandparents definitely still do that um they have two sets of plates two sets of everything really you know and some people who even go, go even further have like two sinks really two, you can go even further and have two separate kitchens for milk and meat it's pretty That's in- interesting. it's pretty intense yeah yeah um what is mezuzah okay so this is a like i'm I'm so impressed first of (laughs) all like wow and your pronunciation so just like spot on um so you've been i don't know you you were around at my house like fairly recently Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, i don't know if you noticed either of you like i had a we have little boxes they're kind of like little oblong boxes right and it had a little little scribbling on them and they they, did notice that and they're kind of at a slant and they're at on the post of every door and what is that so it basically blesses um the the house so we have one on our we have one on our front door still do uh living room kitchen basically every room except the bathroom and it's it's got a little scroll inside that has a prayer called the shema now the shema is a prayer you say every single day you put your hand over your your eyes, your right hand over your eyes, and you say, um, you recite a little prayer that just says, um, you know, blessed are God, kind of stuff like that. Right. So, yeah, and that just, and um, whenever you ever see like a really religious person walking in and out of a room, they will kiss their hand and then kiss the, put it on the mezuzah as like a sign of respect. Right. So just like a little blessing almost. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, why do people hold people up in chairs oh so like it's just something we do personally i've never been up on a chair before you've never experienced not married never had a mitzvah so why would you hold someone up in a chair i don't know crazy jewish <laughs> dancing to be honest yeah crazy dancing. so is that more a cultural thing than a religious thing yeah right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a cultural observation for sure um and what's the the deal with dancing in circles again just a just a cultural yeah thing. i mean usually it'll be like women on one side and men on the other side because like let's not mix women and men because you know that's like a little bit of a gray area like what you... are your opinions on that okay so honestly i think it's pretty rubbish to be honest. like i don't I, I don't see the point of it you know there's 
it's yeah, it just doesn't make much sense to me, to be honest. It's you see it as a little bit backwards. Very, very, and it's it almost confuses me that people still follow that very much so to this day. What well, what's the reason? Is it as a, a hierarchy thing, or is like, it just a yeah? I I would I would say yes and no. So it's kind of kind of a hierarchy thing, but also you know no sex before we believe no sex before marriage mm. you know if you're religious and a classic religious trait yeah but that also goes into like you can't touch a man before you're married you can't even hold his hand so say you're dating someone you can't hold his hand like the first time you'll ever be physically intimate with someone or not even intimate just like physical with someone is when you're married to them right okay um and all situations in life uh, like what do you mean um if so you wouldn't shake someone's hand when you met them no, for the first time? No, no. So that is a, that's actually a really good like thing you bring up because no, um, I've been in situations before where religious. So I'll be in trying to think like in a synagogue, and you know I'll be with my dad and my younger sister, and mm-hmm. we'll be standing, and someone will come up and speak to my dad, shake his hand, come up to me, and my sister, just like nod at us because you know you don't want to like don't touch a woman like ah. If you were to go to shake his hand what would the sort of reaction I think, I think be? they'd be taken aback they definitely wouldn't shake your hand though like insulted no just, just like they'd just be confused right they'd be like well, what's she doing yeah Silly. pretty much yeah for right. sure um that's definitely interesting mm. so no sex before marriage what's the sort of view on like gay people in the in the gay community in the lgbtq um community like sin Straight yeah, up, like uh, yeah, and like basically kind of the same as Christians. So yeah. like, a man may not love another man, all that stuff. So, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Would you say there's a lot of similarities between Christianity and? Um. Yes and no. The big fact that we don't believe in Jesus. So, like, like right. that that that's like half of religion just like cut out. But then so a lot there, of, was Jesus not a figure and. He, he, so we only we, so there's the obviously the old testament and the new testament we don't mm-hmm. believe in the new testament right so when jesus was his figurehead we don't believe in that but but you do believe that he was a person. yeah 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 he right. i think i think he's referenced but i don't know what he's actually referenced as i think just like a normal person just to be some honest. guy yeah some guy just some guy that jesus people knew. jc that's the one <laughs> <laughs> the main man <laughs> that's the one um I have bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah. Yeah. We already covered that. So bat mitzvah is just a female equivalent. Yeah. So females usually have that when they turn 12, whereas bar mitzvah is when you're turned 13. But because you have more a traditionalist approach to religion, you you didn't experience that. No. I, I mean, some Orthodox Jewish people do. Don't get me wrong. It's for sure a thing. But for just don't think really think it's necessary, to be honest. Are you really, have you ever like really struggled with your faith? Um, it's a deep question. Like, like I can never, right now, like on and honestly, I'm not a believer. I have, think, you, have you ever went? I just don't want to be Jewish. I don't want to be a. Like, I've never wanted. I've never said I've never wanted. I don't want to be Jewish, but I have, you know, mm-hmm. been like right enough's enough. I don't want to like be religious. Like it's not. Right. It's not my thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and you know I do have religious friends and I speak to them and like we like they know that I don't follow, but. And I, but I would never go out my way to disrespect that. Like, like they how they choose to live their life is fine, and they treat me with the same respect. So, I'm like definitely thankful about that. Do you think that not just uh, the Jewish community, but all religious communities, do you think it can be a bit regressive sometimes? Mm, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 
still like that. I mean, it's it's a very religion in general. It's like it's full of like a, it's very aging. You know, it's very it's full of older people. Yeah. So it'll be interesting what happens what hap- when like all these old people do die out and like will religion still be well mainstream religion still be a thing maybe not like i don't know it just doesn't really fit the next generation almost it doesn't and i hate this term this like millennial generation <laughs> x term but it's true like it just doesn't most people just aren't raised like that or aren't believers you know have you ever uh, had a situation where you sort of take a step back and look at it and think this is not brilliant to be jewish they can experience yes or... this is a, yeah oh for sure for sure i'm just gonna get some water before, <laughs> I, before i start on this this is getting deep mm. it's a serious one clearly it is it is a serious one but I, it's something that i don't have an issue talking about because i don't i think that it's important to i mean it's out there so like everyone knows about it and if they want to learn about it so it was a cut so four years ago i i unfortunately lost my mom she was ill um and judaism have a horrible horrible mourning policy right it's like this just like completely just on top of going through losing someone it's hard right Mm, but then exactly and then you have to do all these things so if a jewish person dies their funeral is the next day it can it can be on the same day depending on how early they die which is just like crazy 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 mad so some people might think that's a good thing I mean, parts of me does think, yeah, it's great, but it's just a lot, you know, going I, on in your... I hate to interject on, on this topic right For now, sure. but if it was in a situation where it could have been a potential murder or a case, mm. do they still get buried the same day? Do they have to have a really quick postmortem? And, and then... Like, I think that people that do the postmortems are aware that we have, like, certain... Because right. it's not... I think people who... I think Muslims also have follow this kind of next day, next day right. burial type thing. But I... It can take as if it takes so many weeks that's just how it has to go, you know. And the religious people do have to understand that. So we have the funeral, mm-hmm. and if you so if you're a mourner, you have to stand at the front and you have to wear an item of ripped clothes to show that you're a mourner. And that's just it. Yeah, it's just a bit weird, like having standing there and having someone like come like rip part of your clothes because to show that you're. Like, look at this person, they're already suffering. So let's make them, like, just, like, stand out, like, a little bit more. So do you rip it in advance? No, someone rips it for you at the funeral. Right, okay. And then you go back to your house. And in your house, you have to cover up mirrors, TVs. Um, you aren't allowed to look at yourself in the mirror. Um, you aren't allowed to watch TV, not allowed to listen to music, not allowed to go to parties. And this can all go on for, like, up to a year, which is crazy how do you choose how long it goes on for so it depends on the relation so because it was my mum um like these should have all gone on for a year but um if it's like husband or wife it's like maybe six months if it's like a brother sister it's shorter depends on how long you mourn for yeah so you got the funeral and then you have this thing called shiva which means seven in hebrew um and that's you have seven nights of prayers so people come over to your house, say prayers, and it get really busy and you have to like talk to all these people for so mm-hmm. long and then for seven nights, which is like still just like, so just like draining. Mm-hmm. And you have to sit on these small chairs really close to the ground because like you're not allowed to be comfortable because you're mourning. So like, basically, you know, when people are mourning, they're like, oh, let's make them comfortable. Let's just like look mm-hmm. after them. Nah, like com- completely, like complete opposite, which is just so crazy. And like, funnily enough, like I have 
so one of my really religious friends it was her birthday a couple weeks after and yeah you're not allowed to go to parties for a year as part of your mourning you can't like yeah so you can't do that and um her so we're all like sitting around the table like about to eat dinner and her mum comes in and like sarah come here and i had to serve all my friends because i wasn't allowed to sit and enjoy myself because i wasn't allowed to be at a party and I think everyone, like, like some of my non-Jewish friends still talk about it. They're like, what the heck? Like, that, that that's the thing. I'm like, yeah, that's the thing. That's so, definitely hard yeah, for me to wrap my head around. It's, it, it's, it's, it's really hard. And I think, yeah, I think that's what, definitely a point where, I mean, it's only happened like four years ago, but, and I wasn't necessarily religious before, but I, like, I still understood. But like, after that, I think that was like a big, like, no, no, no. Like, it was just, you know, like a lot like clicked. And I was like, nah, it's not for me. So did you go the full year with your mirrors covered and? No, 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 no. Sorry, the mir- mirrors covered is only for the seven days. It's okay. the, yeah, I, I, there, there's like certain time frames, but I know the parties for a year. Right. And like, had I been a guy, I'd have to go to synagogue every single day and say a prayer. But for a year. For a year, but um, because like the next meal was my dad, so he actually did it. But he's like, like fairly, he likes going to synagogue, so it's fine. But was your uh, dad raised Jewish? Yes. Yeah, I'm full Jewish. Like, I don't have any non-Jewish relatives, like, in my, like, timeline. Uh-huh. Because my family, like, half Polish, half Russian, came over um, World War One, And, yeah. All right. How did your parents meet? Do you know? I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> well, I, just, just through friends, I think, actually. Jewish, Jewish friends, yeah. Right. Jewish friends, yeah. This was this was a time where I think a lot of the Jewish people just like stuck together. I'm, mm. ge- I think they met like in the eighties. <laughs> I want to say that brings me another question: yeah. Is the Jewish community very tight knit? Is it very? Do they work very hard together? The older people do, yeah, because yeah. they, they all grew up together. But like a mm. lot of Jewish people nowadays, like my age and slightly older, they move. So like, do you have any Jewish friends that you know that uh, are local to you? Yeah, I have a couple. I have a couple. Um, some some religious, some not. Right. um but a lot of people do move to like london so the, the main hubs for like jewish people not even religious jewish people but just like jewish people to meet other mm-hmm. jewish people um so you got london leeds manchester birmingham as well like if you go to any of those unis you're probably going to meet a jewish boyfriend and get married at some point right like <laughs> that's just what you do um, you know as there are a lot of jewish people in britain i don't i, I just don't have the exact number but i think down south, there's a lot more. In Scotland, there's barely any. Like, For example, do you think I've met a, another Jewish person in my life and just not known they were Jewish? Or do you think it's very unlikely? I think, like, where you're from, probably not. Probably not. I don't think yeah. so. You've probably met someone maybe who has, like, a Jewish dad. If you have a Jewish dad, you're not Jewish. Oh, you're Jewish if your mum's Jewish. Oh, okay. Like, this half-Jewish thing's not really a thing. So, you're, if your dad's Jewish, mm-hmm. would he? so he would have to marry a non-Jewish person and yet no so if your dad's jewish and your mum's not jewish you're not jewish so if he married uh, the mum mm-hmm. who's not jewish is that allowed yeah uh, you can well like or is it kind of frowned upon it's for sure frowned upon i mean i have cousins that have married out and uh, yeah it's definitely frowned upon and right. i feel i feel bad because it shouldn't be but because you know like in all like you get taught like you marry another jewish person and you like populate the earth with more jewish people and more jewish people like same with christians or whatever yeah yeah but usually trying it's not it's not feasible because like most Jewish people that i know i either grew up with or i just dislike immensely (laughs) so it's probably not gonna happen Mm -hmm. 
I mean, I know it's, it's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. So would you consider yourself a non-religious Jewish person? Culturally Jewish, yeah. So culturally, culturally Jewish. Yes, so yeah. what are the traits of a just culturally Jewish? What, what are the, not the benefits, but what would, what's different from your life than it would from mine? Not, if you don't go mm-hmm. to a religious place, if you don't mm. pray. Mm. Some, well, um, you know, we still have that like big, like, I'm like I'm honestly I'm really like proud of like my heritage and my culture you yeah. know and I've taken a lot of things from that so like a lot of the like the food like I really enjoy eating that stuff you know because right. <laughs> it's good food food's yeah. great but like there's nothing better than like just like Jewish food like it's just like the best the best is there anything like in uh, Muslim culture mm. where you have to go to uh, I forgot what it's called Do you know what it's called Place. oh mecca mecca yeah um most people do go to israel mm-hmm. personally i'm almost 20 but it's not all, you're not obligated right? no it's i mean not. i'm almost 22 and i've never been to israel would you go i'm going that later this year actually right but um for religious reasons no i'm going for um holiday uh, no for an event but oh, okay <laughs> um yeah no there's nothing really i'm trying to think a lot of just people do move to israel eventually i do know people who have moved to israel people who will be moving to israel they do this thing called they make it's called aliyah which just means you just move to israel that's and live there yeah so israel is the holy land yes no like yeah yeah it is but not to me yeah to, to D- jewish people, jewish people like traditionally yeah, yeah but not to me it's not it's like it's not it's not my homeland like i've never right. been there so i wouldn't go there and okay. be like i'm home you know fair enough yeah of course you yeah. so yeah um is there anything like is there any like jewish stereotypes that you want to clear up that are probably like just complete stereotypes that aren't true at all yeah for sure <laughs> yeah so like we're not out to steal your money that's totally a lie <laughs> like i remember once i was in high school and someone like dropped their money and they're like oh sarah stay back from that i was like wow wow but, like really like is that really so was it thing? that bad yeah did people genuinely believe it they thought that well, Jewish like, people would go out their way to... I think watching stuff watching stuff like Family Guy in South Park, definitely. Like, reference these things, definitely. Kind of warp it. But it's not... Like, it's not true. We're not... And we're not all cheapskates either. <laughs> we do, like, they're like, oh, you're rich, but you have, like, so... You're rich, but you have... But you're, like, so cheap. It's, mm-hmm. like, not true. It, Where does the stereotype come from? I have no idea. I think it must have come from, like... Someone must have stolen money some once in the, yeah. in the past, you know? And then they were bigoted and held that against the Jewish person yes. for no good reason. Yes, yeah. you're definitely right. Sounds like every hatred ever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I'm trying to think of any of those stereotypes. Um, people say that we're good business people. I mean... Again, back down to money though, isn't it? Yeah, it all, it all, all comes back to money, that's the thing. Um, oh, there's a stereotype of curly hair. Can confirm, uh, do have curly hair so i mean must be true somewhere <laughs> um yeah usually they say oh you're all like super dark have like dark hair dark eyes well yeah both my parent parents had dark hair dark eyes and i do but my sister's blonde hair blue eyes so like where did mm-hmm. that come from so that's a that's a stereotype or just like a generalization but yeah all right yeah Jeez, oh, non-stop. I, I feel know. like I've learned quite a lot and I don't know what to do with all this information. I know, I know. Try to keep it contained in my brain. Um. So what else is going on in your life, Sarah? What else is going on in my life? So apart from being Jew-ish. Apart from being Jew-ish. Yeah, what else is going on in my life? Well, just work, to be honest. You know, I've done... It's been a... Oh, actually, going b- before, we, before we get onto that, actually... Um, We're back on to being Jewish. A stereotype. Uh-huh. Everyone you're expected to become like a doctor or a lawyer really yeah 
is it very strict like you yes so like i know quite a few future people who have become doctors or dentists or law- like lots of lawyers lots of accountants going back to the money thing again <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you 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 do well in school you make your your parents proud and right you know going back to like me i mean my younger sister she's studying to be a pharmacist so she's kind of like keeping in with that but um yeah i so, went, went off the beaten path yeah that's off. what i was gonna say you don't do anything remotely in no those lines but i think that i went off the beaten path from judaism completely in like every single way shape or form <laughs> because like i don't you know i don't i'm like without sounding like a complete idiot like i just I'd like a non-conforming person in general right you know yeah. like never really been like a i think maybe that's why i kind of did regress from judaism to be honest you just don't follow the mainstream flow yeah i just you know i just don't look like your average per- i just never <sighs> like you know because like you grew up and you're like yeah like you look this way and this way and it's like i've never really fit the standardization fit the standardization yeah i feel i feel uncomfortable like generally around like religious people because i just don't fit like yeah you know i'm i dress pretty androgynously and that's how i choose to live my life but that's not a thing you know you're you wear, you wear a skirt all the time if you're a Jewish yeah. woman. I'm like, I can't really remember the last time I wore a... It's very, very strict yeah. female male roles. Yes. Do you think that religion can be a good thing? Uh, yes. Lissy said, do you think religion can be a good thing? Yes. Like, 100%. I think religion could be a great thing. I, just because my experiences, I don't think that... I just cause I've, I mean, I've not necessarily had negative experiences, just experiences that have made me realise, you know, this isn't for me. But it gives a lot of people comfort you know my grandparents are very devoutly religious and they they enjoy it they really like it and yeah. i've sp- i have friends as well that have told me like this is this is for me like you know they've been they've studied they've gone to like seminaries in israel learned more about the religion and it's made them not necessarily more religious but just more devout like and it gives them a lot of peace a lot of comfort and i that's not something I, I think anyone should ever t- take away from a person. Like, yeah. going down to, like, the basics, if religion's true or not, like, I don't know. Like, no one knows, right? But if it's a belief that makes someone feel better, fair enough. Fair enough. You know, if they're not doing any harm, yeah, why not? Absolutely. Uh, sorry, that, that was really long-winded. <laughs> Lucy said, is there an afterlife in Judaism? I'm not saying this to you, by the way. I'm saying this because I don't know if the Michael picked Ah, up. fair enough. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to reiterate Is to there you. an afterlife? Um, like, honestly, it's one of the questions that's never been answered to me. I don't know. Um, so I don't, I don't personally do believe in an afterlife, but I don't know. I, yeah, I can't answer that. Like, being Jewish in the afterlife? No. <laughs> like, will I be Jewish in the next life? Oh, I think so. I think so. There's a heaven equivalent. Yeah. Probably I, just heaven, I, d- I guess. I don't yeah. think we have a hell, though. I'm not too sure. Do you? I don't think we have hell. So if you sin, what do you really lose out on then? What's, what, what is the uh, but there must be a hell. motive I, for not sinning? I don't know. I, don't, I, can't, I can't answer that question properly. Like, I've never... No, no one's ever told me, oh, you're going to go to heaven, you're going to go to hell. Right. Like, you know, if, I was, if there was a heaven and hell, I'd make a good guess where I would be going. But... Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, no answer to that. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> um, but to be honest, like, I've held, like, I've held a male's hand, so, like, I would have been going to hell anyway. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if that's, like, a hell sense, to be honest, yeah. but, you know. But it's definitely considered a sin of some sort. Yes. Right. Yeah. 
is there like a code of conduct like uh what do the christians have the uh commandments oh yeah. yeah we have the ten commandments i actually sometimes do wear a ten commandment necklace but uh, today i have a is that just for swag reasons or is that no just i don't know just always worn a necklace this this i've actually have one so this is actually says this is this is a it's a little off short to the camera <laughs> um it says chai which means life in hebrew <laughs> i think i meant it says hi like hi no, you're right cool. <laughs> uh, no hi which just means life don't know just like it just always worn it you know yeah. so um yeah I read somewhere, and I think this is wrong because I read somewhere else that it's very mm. untrue, that Jewish people have to have a, like a symbol on them or like, uh, and I can't remember what the symbol was, but it's some sort of symbol that they kind of have to always have on them, like a necklace or anything. Is that? Well, like uh, you might have read that when you're possibly reading about the Holocaust, because yeah, in the Holocaust, you had to have a symbol. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it, was, it was sort oh, of like, like a... I- People do wear stars of David. I don't know if it was specifically star of David, but it was something to show was that. It the hat. No, it was like a necklace. No, it was, it's not uh, a thing. No. And I th- kind of thought that was made up, or, or maybe it was like a really strict version of some like bi religion or sub religion of some sort. No, I can't think of no. Nothing. No, there. nothing. No, the only really other symbol. What's the hat? So there's many names for it. Just to keep it simple, it's called like a keeper. Right. It's a little round hat, and males, of course, males wear it. Right. Um, just shows that you're Jewish, really. Keep your head covered. Women do also have to keep their head covered if they are married. So I don't know if you've heard, but like a lot of religious women actually wear wigs. No, uh, never. Okay, never so if I was religious and I married someone, I would have to shave, not shave off my hair, cut it really short, I guess, and wear a wig called a shaito, and it's basically just like I know, <laughs> I know. So we're so weird name. If you've never heard of it, right? Um, you know, most most of them do wear wigs, and um, or or, or you can wear a hat, but you, your head has to be covered because you only really show your husband that. Right. And even when you go, okay. to the, so even when you go to the synagogue. If you're a married woman, you wear a hat to cover your... You just cover your hair. What kind of hat? Like, you know, like, when you see people, like... You, like a stereotypical Jewish hat? No. Did you, did, you, did you watch the royal wedding? No. <laughs> <laughs> did you... I've, 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 you've seen photos from the royal wedding, right? No. Have you? I'm not going to lie. I don't know who got married. Okay, next question. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So you you know you know like the kind of like you know you know when someone goes to a wedding you kind of wear wedding, wedding, wedding hats like a wedding I've hat. seen wedding hats. Sorry. Yeah, there. What's the name for it? Do you know. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you wear like kind of one of those hats if you're married. It's like you just like always. No, if you're on a on a on like, if you go to synagogue and you're married and you're not right. you're not like super religious, you just always keep your head covered. But if you are really religious and you keep your head covered all the time. Right. Even if you're at home, minding your own business, no one else can see you. No, you're fine then. As long as any anyone can see it, as long as it's no, sorry, as long as your husband, as long as it's your husband, yeah, you have to keep your right wig okay. on, I guess. Um, a, a wig or a hat. Wig or a hat. But yeah. A lot of people go for a wig, so yeah. they need to wear a hat. Always. Yeah, but I mean, you you can tell. You can for sure. Tell. <laughs> like, trust me, you can tell. Alright. Is there a... Is God just called God? Hashem. Okay. That's new knowledge to me as well. It's just... It just means the same thing. Right. You know, just Hebrew for God. Yeah, we're also in belief that there is just one... There, mm. there, one God. I mean, there, there is other names for God, like, but... In, like, prayers, but I, I would feel like I would... Don't want to offend anyone by saying them because they're, they're they're holy words. You only say these words, and if if you're saying a prayer, you know it's just not yeah. right. You know, as a non-religious person, 
it still doesn't feel right yeah you know so absolutely um yeah sorry that was a very long-winded yeah. answer to <laughs> um yeah so going back to you were saying about what what, what do i do yes. yeah so i didn't become a doctor or a lawyer no i went, into the creative went in creative land which is like i mean jewish people do it i mean you know steven spielberg he's jewish yeah he makes spongebob aren't a lot of uh did you ask if he made spongebob steven spielberg he not make spongebob no he didn't did he oh. who made spongebob who was that <laughs> steven spielberg made et oh man it wasn't it, it's i'm pretty sure another jewish person did make spongebob i don't know who made spongebob um, oh, i love spongebob though but yeah no Lucy, the, the, can I'm, you give us a fact checked on who made, <laughs> who made spongebob, SpongeBob? Um, but yeah, yeah, ton, isn't uh, Adam Sandler and yeah, everyone, every person in Hollywood. Thank you. It's right. another Steven Berg. Steven Spielberg is definitely Jewish, though. Basically, your second name has Berg on the end of it. You're probably Jewish. Yeah, is that like a common trait? Oh yeah, yeah. No. There's certain names you just see people and you're like, they're Jewish. They're Jewish. They're Jewish. <laughs> so Steven Hillenberg must be like, I would put my money on it. He'd be Jewish. I mean, I'm. Can you I, fact check? No, I'm argue, kidding. <laughs> fact check. Does he Jewish? No, it's um yeah um why do you think so many um this is why i asked about sort of like the tight knit sure, community sure. because when you see like, adam sandler's jewish and then when mm. you look into it everyone he works with is jewish and he and he's is it because he's helping out fellow jews or jewish people or is it because i just think a lot of jewish people are actors and like don't get me wrong there are a lot of jewish people are really successful and i don't i don't know why that is i don't know how that is do you think it's some sort of Illuminati stuff? Like, no. Don't want to get into something too, too controversial? No, do I, don't, I don't think it is. I just, New World Order. I just think that a lot of Jewish people are just good at what they do. Anyway, yeah, I went to Creative Industries. And yeah, I I didn't go to university, which is... Is that sort of frowned upon almost? Not frowned upon, just people are like... Just oh, expected. Just, oh, I, th- I think just like in the, the area I grew up in, it was very just like unexpected, you know? Was he Jewish? Okay, yeah. Told you. Right. Sorry? Oh. Yeah, I think I think I read a couple of years ago. Yeah. So in the area I grew up in, like, just not you go to university, that's it. You get a degree. I went to like a college for like six months, dropped out, hated it. Um just wasn't for me, you know? What did you go to study? I studied film and T V. But then you didn't you dropped out, but then you went into film and T V. Yeah. So right. I did a tra- traineeship with BBC, which was like it was weird because, see, so I, I told everyone I wasn't going to uni and then I dropped out of college and everyone was like, you know, getting on my back. And then I got that BBC thing. Everyone's like, back on the bandwagon. I'm like, yeah, you're either there from day one or you're not. Like, yeah. make up your mind. But um, no OGs. I have, ha- I have got some OGs in my yeah, life. I've so got some OGs. Shout out to those OGs because there are some... OGs, link in the description. They, they <laughs> know who they are. You know who you are. Um, yeah, so there is some people, but did that BBC thing, which was great um yeah. and you met some cool people did work with many cool people um any good stories any top secret stories you can't tell us absolutely Sorry, not. I'll, I'll keep it between Ooh. me and you <laughs> yeah and the internet um no i mean yeah i i really i learned a lot in yeah. those two years yeah i learned like more in one year even more than i can even imagine and then i worked for bbc for like a year and a half afterwards and then i left and now I have my own, I hate this word because it like goes back to this hor- horrible Jewish stereotype, 
business. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, I, I did start out my own business in the end. Yeah, um, that's yeah, funny. And I'm a content creator, and that's what I do, and that's what I love. Um, so, would you recommend for people going down the same sort of route as you, of a of someone that wants to go into a creative business, mm-hmm. to maybe not just go into the the standard route of mm. university or college, mm. but maybe try and get some real life work done and go yeah. to and do an internship or a, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Not going to lie. I thought your question was going to be, do, do you recommend people convert Judaism if they want to start their own business? <laughs> I was like, no, no, definitely not. But you know, well, if you don't do that, fair enough. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Just don't go. Don't. Again, as I said, I'm a very unconventional person. Mm-hmm. I'm very like high risk, high reward type person. And I just, yeah just and it's working out for you so far so far yeah but that's without that that's that is with struggle like i'm definitely very fortunate that i've met good contacts and you know um i don't know i just i just really like it i just get such a kick out of being self-employed and being able to manage my own time and you know manage my own projects and being able to travel and all that stuff you know awesome yeah yeah so what's next question just um you know building on the business more traveling more for sure getting out getting bigger projects in other countries you know will i move boy probably i mean it it might not be london manchester leeds (laughs) but it'll be somewhere else sure you don't want to go and join those jewish communities no build yourself up no i mean i mean i don't think my wedding finger looks great without with a ring right now so (laughs) i think i'll wait um but yeah just just keep going we're we're working on some projects as well oh yeah we'll we'll work on some projects yeah absolutely um and yeah just keep just keep doing what i'm doing anything you want to want to talk about anything you want to plug i i studio kale on instagram come check us out all your stuff will be in there amazing come check us out if you've got any questions just get in touch because i will be able to make your creative dreams come true like for real (laughs) it's not a joke it's it's real sorry i don't know why i laughed yes I agree. Yeah, or come hang out. Come have a coffee at the studio, you know. It's a cool place and can, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We covered everything? Yes. Happy? So. Yeah, for sure. I'm happy. I feel like I've learned quite a lot here. Yeah, I think a so. A lot of words that I'm definitely never going to remember, even though I can pronounce really well. I'm sure. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. No, thank you. If you have any suggestions for who should be on next, please let me know by just commenting below. If you're watching this on YouTube, please remember to like and subscribe. And if you're listening to it on SoundCloud, please remember to follow and like. Also, all of Sarah's stuff will be linked below, so please remember to check that out. And yeah, thanks for watching.